Hi, it's your host, Shelby Alexander Griggs, and you're listening to Getting to the Healing Part. A wise man once said, hope is in the process of mourning. It is my intention to create a space right here for those who need to find hope and healing in their situation. We will get to the other side, I promise you that, but only if we do the work. So let's do it. Let's do the work and let's do it together. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Getting to the Healing Part podcast. I am your host, Shelby Alexander Griggs, and I want to thank you once again for joining me. I have been um, on this journey of this new season, season two, of focusing on healing and things that we must heal from in order to grow. Last week, if you uh, caught the episode or my last episode about forgiveness and unforgiveness and how it keeps you from healing, we had Shavonda Allen, who is a a licensed therapist, and she gave us some really good information, some tangible steps for us to get to that healing place um, through forgiveness. And, um, I, it was, it was dynamite. I, I really enjoyed that show and we'll definitely have her back. So tonight I want to talk about releasing toxic friendships. Now, my son and I had this discussion last season and I told him once he got to the healing place, to the other side of this, of his story that I would have him back. So if you didn't catch that, that episode, please be sure to do so. Um, it's called toxic friendships in season one. Um, so they kind of give you some context of what we're talking about, but with that being said, I want to welcome my son, John Griggs. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> back, back in full effect. Okay. Back in full effect. Well, I hope um, that we can talk about the healing place for you right. and this toxic friendship. Because the reason why I said I wanted you to come back and talk about your experience, because I wanted you to get to the other side. And the other side was the peace and the healing from that situation. And so I feel like that, that you're there and I want you to share with our listeners what happened and just, you know, high level, like what, what's transpired since our last um, uh, recording of our episode. Right. So, um, well, yeah, just to give context, um, basically the last episode we were discussing knowing when a relationship or friendship is toxic and a friend of mine who I, I knew for, you know, quite a number of years, he ended up, you know, ghosting me and it was kind of like a, a, out of the clear blue situation. Like, Hey, what, what's going on? Um, so anyway, just to kind of fast forward to now, we actually ended up, uh, reconnecting again. He, he, you know, he saw the error of his ways. He came up to me like a man and I was like, yo mm-hmm. man, he just want to say, look, I apologize for how I treated you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was out of line. And, and this it was different from him. It was a different side that I've never seen. And so with that, 
I I felt like he was true and he was genuine right. with his with his uh words. And so after that, I mean, you know, of course we got cool again. You know, we mm-hmm. let bygones be bygones. And this was early 2020, so you know, throughout the year we mm-hmm. we maintained uh you know a pretty decent friendship. But then of course as time goes on, kind of towards the end of the year, we you know it was back at another cycle. Um, so and, you and so just... so basically you you reconciled you know and you know y'all were boys again yeah and you just let bygones be bygones but mm-hmm. then something crept up that was very familiar and so the That's relationship right. yeah. changed again correct so basically every holiday we we do a we always you know wish our uh, boys our, our group and our family um, you know like Merry Christmas Happy New Year mm-hmm. things like that um, and we never miss a beat. And so uh, this year for New Year's, I actually beat him to it by saying, hey, man, you know, I just mm-hmm. want to wish you Happy New Year's. Hope everything's good for you, for you and your family and all this and that. Uh, he didn't respond. And uh, he needs to always respond to stuff like that, you know. And so it was just different. A, a couple of days go by and I don't hear any response from him. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting kind of worried because it's like, okay, is he good? Is he healthy? You know, yeah. everything all right? This does seem familiar. Like mm-hmm. this is kind of traits that he was um, displaying previously when yeah. he first did you know the whole ghosting thing and yeah. so i was just kind of like okay what's really going on and uh come to find out a mutual friend had given me the insight on just kind of what it was as far as where his head was mm-hmm. and why he was doing what he was doing mm-hmm. so shortly after i was able to reconnect with him yeah and uh or, and to kind of so- talk it out and and we just at that point we kind of both agreed that okay you know what our friendship has run, run its course yeah um I think it's just time that we just do our own thing yeah and because you know but it was a necessary yeah thing definitely to do. so so when you um and now you're you know it, this just happened last month but you I remember you saying you were at peace so. Yes. You were at peace with it this time before right. when when your friendship and we're talking about a 15, 16 year correct fr- friendship before when you were having the ebbs and flows, it it bothered you because you didn't get a lot of clarity about why correct. he was doing correct. what he was doing. right? Yeah. See, the thing about me being at peace now with it is I don't have to feel like I have to figure out what went wrong. Yeah. I don't have to feel like I have to. uh you know, hunt him down and, and mm-hmm. or question myself as mm-hmm. far as what, you know, what really went down in our friendship. Now it's mm-hmm. more about, okay, we are at a point in our life where we really just grown apart yeah, and we got our own thing to worry about. You know, we're getting older. And so, so well, let me ask you this. I don't mean to interrupt you, but why do you think it was so important for you to salvage this friendship over the years, knowing that he was MIA and then he would pop in and pop out. Well, so I, I, why, why was it so important for you to salvage I, I, it? I think, I think for me, and this speaks to just kind of my um, personality and characteristic, you know, I'm the kind of person that wants to see the good in mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. And uh, you've always been that I've, way. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> for somebody that I, and I also, I was looking at our longevity and our friendship and I think to myself, Man, we've been boys for so long. Mm-hmm. Surely he can't be doing this. You know, right. this, this, this is not some. This is not something that, you know, I I want to have happen in our friendship. And so, mm-hmm. I just think it just was more about me just trying to see the good and and wanting to get to a place mm-hmm. where, um, you know, I I felt like we we could be better. And I think when he was doing what he what he did in the past, I was looking at it like okay. That was past. That was young. You know, mm-hmm. now that we're older, I'm thinking, you know, as you grow, 
Yeah. Maybe your mindset grows, your maturity right. level grows. And in some cases it does. In some cases it may not for some people. Right. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I was looking at that going, man, I really want to see the best right. in, in, in this. Yeah. So when you say that you're at peace with with what happened, what what do you think? Um, tell us, like, what what do you know now you wish you had known a year ago or two years ago about this friendship? I think I think what I should have realized is you can forgive, mm-hmm. right? You can forgive somebody. You can forgive your friends. You can forgive. And you, you know. should. You should. Yeah, for, and, for and your healing, for your, you should. Yes, for your own healing. Right. But that does not mean that they gain access, you know, full access, backstage passes <laughs> right. to, to your life. You know, That's as, true. As, as we call it, the highlight reel. You know, you yeah. you, you only. No, I'm sorry. We, we I think we said this. You and I, we've, we've made it. That people uh, only see, see the highlight. The, the highlight reel. They don't get the behind the scenes. They don't get behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, and I think that, um, and then I he- I've heard it used in a different way too, and kind of similar when mm-hmm. someone said, you know, you, that you can't give them VIP passes or VIP seats to right. your life. Right. Um, and, and I agree with you because I know I had the same situation years ago um, where I, now my friendship with this p- particular person wasn't as lengthy as yours. It was probably three years or so. And she betrayed me and then ghosted me. She -hmm. betrayed me and then ghosted me. And I was like, okay, cool. And I will say the first 24 to 48 hours, I was in my feelings about it because I was like, how could she do that? Because I know I was a good friend to her. And then ghost me, uh, you know, blocked me here, blocked me Mm -hmm. there. And I thought it was crazy. And fast forward years later, when um, your dad passed, she found out and reached out to me mm-hmm. and apologized. And I will say I had already made peace with the situation. So you had, you had your exit interview yeah. <laughs> in your friendship. Right. I did not have an exit interview mm-hmm. and I was fine with that. But when she came back and apologized, I, I was like, okay, I received that. But then the thing I did that you didn't do mm-hmm. is that I locked the door. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, I was like, I, I appreciate the apology, but we, we could never be the same. Correct. You know? And, and I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, I know that's something that I've always wanted. Well, especially since, you know, the new year, just wanting to, I guess, find value in more of my inner circle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's okay to not have six, seven, eight friends. Absolutely. You know, because really all you need is one. Yeah. You know, well, listen, I don't think you just need one. See, and that's people say that. But I'm going to tell you, I was just talking about this earlier today. Mm -hmm. I really think you could absolutely have two best friends, Mm -hmm. three best friends, because I do. But each friend brings something different to your life. Yeah. Because to expect one person to be all things, Mm -hmm. then it's set it's a setup for failure because that person is going to fail you every time if you expect them to be all things to you as a friend. Right. So I think that you can you don't need your I agree with you, you don't need six, seven, eight, nine, ten people to say that's your crew. Mm-hmm. But you have a, a select group of friends that, you know, just a small group of friends that are solid, that are yeah. support that will show up for you and support you. That's all you need. 
That's all you need. Because I think that I agree. What what <clears throat> you struggled with in this former friendship that you had was jealousy and envy. And you know, I yeah. I always the, quote Oprah. <laughs> what do I tell you? I tell you this all the time. You can't be friends with somebody who wants your life. You can't be best friends and, with someone who wants your life. And you know what? Um, I mean, I, I was actually going to speak a little bit about that, too. Um, I, I'm just going to speak kind of in, in the piece of, you know, moving on and doing your mm-hmm. own thing. You got to you gotta understand that you don't know. And, and it's sad sometimes because when you are friends with somebody, you feel like you can tell them everything. But then there's some yeah. things that you can't. And so, you know, with him he could be going through something in his life right. that he feels like he just doesn't need to be around anybody. And right. so, you know, and when you're going through something, I mean, it can affect your outside uh, circle, right. but maybe that's something that he's got to walk on his own. You know, yeah. he, he's got his own life to live and I got mine. So just to kind of go back on the peace thing, um, understand that you could be in a season of your life where you just need you, you right. know? And um, right. as far as the uh, jealousy thing, I never, I never thought, that I would be on the receiving end of uh, having somebody that looks at my life or looks at my opportunities and is jealous. Mm. Um, oh, you know, son, like, no, that no. is just life. I mean, it may not be, you may not have ex- expected to be on the receiving end in a friendship. That's what I mean, yes. On the, yeah, in, because, in a, in a friendship, because you're yes. going to experience that over and over yeah, no, again. I, I understand life. that. I, okay. I, def- I definitely understand that. Sorry, let okay. me let me rephrase. I mean, okay. <laughs> I meant when it when you're friends and, and you're close to somebody, yeah. um, you know, there's nothing to be, there shouldn't be anything to be jealous about. I mean, the way I see it, and, and I think we talked about this too, is T.D. Jakes. Uh, if you, if you ask... Yeah, them, yeah. yeah. You TD, ask, oh, wow. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. That, um, you know, your mother and, and, and all and these the, quotes. That's what I'm saying. I know, quotes <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, I remember stuff that is so, that resonates with me. And T.D. Jakes said something in a sermon. He said, um, he, he says, if you really want to see who's for you, tell them something good. Tell them, tell them something good that happened to mm-hmm. you and then be quiet and watch them. Mm-hmm. Watch how they react, how they respond. And are they rooting for you or are they, you know, tearing down your success with, you know, 21 questions is what I said. Now I'm paraphrasing yeah. <laughs> it because he didn't say that. But, you know, you get the gist of it. It was basically, I think that you had signs. And that's why, you know, when I asked the question, what do you know now mm-hmm. that you wish you had known a year ago? Now, I like that, that because you can forgive someone, but that you don't have to invite them back into your space. Right. Um, that's a big one mm-hmm. because that's that would have probably saved you some time and heartache. And then also understanding that that person, as you grow, everyone grows at a different level because of their uh, willingness to to be transformed because you definitely are always actively searching for ways to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, but then your friends may not be on that same trajectory. Right. Yeah. So that's when, when you have a conflict and you can't resolve conflict in, in a uh, emotionally intelligent way, then you start to see the differences. So tell me about where you are in this space now. And I, and I, I know you use the word peace, but mm-hmm. I want to, I want to go deeper. Like what, what do you know now? Like, um, 
Maya Angelou says, when, when you know better, you do better. Mm -hmm. So what do you know better now that you'll do better later? It's funny that you just said Maya Angelou because mm -hmm. what did Maya Angelou say if it, if it, when they show you, you who, who they, they are, are believe them, them the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> using that, I think that's really what I would, I would take from this. For yeah. me, I think that's like the, one of the uh, ultimates mm -hmm. is, okay, we've been through this. And mind you, you know, this was what, second time? Third, uh, third time. Third time. Yeah. This, I would honestly it has felt like it's been more. Well, third it, time it, that you've actually mentioned it to me. I'll I tell you what, it's more. it's definitely more than once. And again, going yeah. back to um, friends, not you're not supposed to be doing this with your friends. You're not supposed to be going yeah. back and forth with, you know, are we cool or are we not cool? Like, yeah. if we're not cool, then let's not be cool. If, yeah. if we're all cool, then let's squash it. And, and you know, so, um, yeah, I think I should have just, when I've realized how it happened the first time, Mm -hmm. I should have known then that uh, this is going to have to move at a different pace now. Right. You know, this is going to have to move just differently all, right. altogether. Um, and that does require, again, not having access, you know? Yeah. I, I think for me, I mean, I think for both of us in, in a general sense, when we really, you know, connected again, um, I think a part of us wanted to get back to that Let's be boys like we used to be. Yeah. And when you were teenagers. When we were, yeah, we can't do that, you know? And, mm -hmm. and but here's the, I was, now that you mentioned that too, um, you got to be careful at the same time when you have somebody who you were friends with when y'all were younger, because sometimes they can still see you yeah. in that, that type of light. But then you got to so, think about this, Jay, is that yeah. he, he's, he was seeing you a certain way because there were so many gaps in your friendship and the gap where he was MIA, that's where your growth was happening. So it's just like, it, it, when you talk about this, it, it, it reminds me of when my dad got uh, deployed to um, Korea. And I was, um, he went to Korea when I went into seventh grade. And so when he came back, I was, you know, my body was changing. I was, my interest had changed. I wasn't all you know, daddy, daddy, I was yeah. like, I want to go to the party. And he was like, what happened to my little girl? But I, I say all that to say, um, I think that your, your former friend had a hard time adjusting to your growth. Yeah. Because when you were growing and evolving, mm -hmm. he wasn't there. He came, you know, later. So, and that could have been a couple of things that were happening. You know, he, he grew a little, but not as much as you. And he he just couldn't see, you know, how he could keep up. Right. And regardless, I mean, you know, when we're talking about let releasing people, because this is what sh tonight's show is about, is about releasing people mm -hmm. that are not good for us and having and and having peace with that. Because I think that if you had stayed on that hamster wheel. And not and not had gotten in a situation where you had to make a de decision, the blue pill or the red pill. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Basically yeah. is what mm -hmm. was going on. I think you would probably still been on that wheel. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I, I feel like I think and, and, you know, just again, if I didn't um, give him access back. Yeah. I, I guarantee we probably would be in a much calmer maybe you know, I maybe, know. maybe maybe not, maybe not. Well, i'm almost a guarantee I, but, but i i feel like it still would have been better yeah well it definitely would have been better for your 
mental wellness. Right. Because... I think we tried too hard when, when, when we... Yeah. yeah. And when you say, you know, uh, you giving him access... I think what all what what you did too, not only giving him access, you you uh, accepted his, his apology mm-hmm. and then wanted to pick up from where you left off instead of watching his actions and letting him earn yeah. that yeah, position again. There you know, that's a thing for me. Even when I'm if if I've reconciled with someone and 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 I've I've had a situation where I've had to do that and I only did I only reconciled because. I cared a lot about the friendship. I've cared a lot about that person. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You were going through this and, you know, and, you know, you had a tough, tough road and, and that could have clouded your judgment and how you interacted with me. So, and you came to me and you asked for forgiveness and yeah, okay, got it. However, um, Unlike the other situation where I said, I'm sorry, you know, thank you for the apology. You have no, you you know, access not granted. (laughs) This scenario, I said, okay, you can come back in, but with conditions. Yeah. And the conditions were, I just needed to make sure that it was a healthy arrangement for, Mm -hmm. for, for me and, and really for her too, but mainly for me. (laughs) Right. And that's what you have to do. So when we're talking about, healing and and you're you're on that path now of of healing because you've realized what what have you realized about this this friendship well i mean again i just i just i'm realizing where the value truly lies in being friends with somebody um and and not having to force something not having to force a friendship or I guess forcing the friendship just because of the longevity of it. Mm-hmm. I think, and again, going back to just me as a, you know, and my characteristic, I think I was looking at the fact that, man, you know, I'm a loyal friend and I'm this and I'm mm-hmm. that. And we've gone at it for about, you know, 15 plus years or so. And, and knowing when, you know, let things be. And I, I, I think we ever had a conversation in, in the last episode about expiration date yeah, and knowing what it means when you're at your friendship, or anything, friendship, relationship. Yeah. You know, you hit the expiration date and what happens after, you know, days after the expiration date, you get, it gets soggy or, or mm-hmm. it starts to smell. Right. And so it makes you sick. It makes you sick. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when, so, when you're trying to digest something yeah. that is, has expired. Exactly. And I, and I know, um, I know that you, you understand that it ran its course. Yeah, yeah it definitely did. Yeah. I, I agree. And, you know, and I'm like I said, I'm 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 okay with that. I'm, um, you know, and I think what makes it okay too is just the fact that I did have some of that kind of like that closure. I know a lot of people don't yeah. get that. Well, and, and that's why I was I was going to ask about yeah. that. You yes, you got your exit interview, but what mm-hmm. if you didn't? What well, if you didn't? Yeah, that, that that's true. That that's true. Now, would it, you still be okay with it with it being over? Well, yeah, you know, I I, I say I say I would. I say here's what I here's my answer to that. Um, the time would have been a little longer not having a, I mean, not having an exit interview, mm-hmm. it does require more time to just kind of, you know, get into that, to that state of mind of I'm at peace. I'm cool with this. But, yeah. um, fact of the matter is you had the time you were friends yeah. and yeah, you're, and you you're, you're be, in a different lane now. Yeah. I mean, and, and the thing that, you know, I and I I want to stress about getting closure 
sometimes it's not even necessary, especially when it's toxic. Mm-hmm. And and it, and for a, a friendship or a relationship to be toxic, it it means that it's not good for you. You're trying harder than the other person. And you like you said, I was a good friend, I was loyal, but could you say that about the about that person? Good friend, loyal, always mm-hmm. there, understanding, you know, non-judgmental. Can you mm-hmm. say that about that other person? If you can't say that about that other person and and that person and, and that person walked away, that was a gift. You understand what I'm saying? That was right. a gift to you. And so that's how you have to look at it. That um like you said, you had that time mm-hmm. and you, you know, you did your due diligence in trying to uh, salvage mm-hmm. what you had, but it was very clear that, that it had run its course yeah. and relationships happen that way. But getting to the healing place of those decisions and, you know, and how things uh, evolve. You have to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. You have to be okay with it. Yeah. And since we're quoting T.D. Jakes again, <laughs> well, I am. Hmm. He he also said something else. He said, if someone who who you cared about could walk away and not look back, mm-hmm. then that person was not designed to be there. And that was a gift. That was a gift. You know, you hear this all the time that... Um, sometimes we don't make decisions like when God's nudging us to do things, to cut things off, Mm -hmm. to cut things loose. And we don't, we don't do it. Then he sets the situation up where we have no choice. And so this is, this could have been one of those scenarios for you is that I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you, you know, you had to experience it yourself. So you had some other, as you call your boys that were, kind of intertwined in this situation. And so there's some some trust that yeah. was compromised. So how are you going to parlay that situation to the next level of healing? Well, um I think when assessing one problem, you know, there there might be many that you have to assess as well the same way. Mm-hmm. And and not cutting corners, not sugarcoating. Yeah. Um the way I and and it's like it's almost like you gotta evaluate really your circle, like are, yes. are, are, are y'all are y'all my boys? Like can that's, I trust that's y'all? Son. Are, are y'all that's son. That's that's where I wanted you, you know? to go. That's because, what I'm talking about. And because the thing is, is like if if somebody can do this to you and see you that way, yeah. Then how then how do you know that somebody else is not seeing you in the same way or or, or exactly. even or how do you know the the ones that got the front row seats, the VIP seats to your life, mm-hmm. watching this go down, see and what waiting to see how you're going to handle it. Yeah. I just I just said this to someone earlier today that you teach people how to treat you. Agree. And so if they're watching this play out, they're gonna they're gonna see okay now I I know how I can move with Griggs mm-hmm. because Griggs is gonna tolerate this yeah. Griggs is gonna tolerate and and, you know, and that's that. that's that's already something that I think you know I know we've had sidebars about that yeah. and how we're gonna you know but 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 we've we've always had talks about getting to a place where we not we're not pushovers you know mm-hmm. we're not gonna let somebody uh, use our kindness for weakness we're not gonna be mm-hmm. manipulated in any kind of way mm-hmm. and uh, and you know and now as sad as it is that it's happening within your support system, 
but it's not sad because it's but because that's where you have to start. You have to. Yeah. It's, it actually, let me rephrase that. If you can handle it better with your support system mm-hmm. and knowing what and knowing how to value that, then you'll be able to uh, handle that same situation with other people. Right. I think. Yeah. And so. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. For for the rest, you know, you know, it's kind of like I'm putting everybody on notice now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? They need so, to be put on notice because the here's the, the thing. This is what happens. This is what happens when you start elevating. This is where you what happens to you and your surroundings. You want to elevate. So now you're like, okay, I'm going to go to another level of thinking and mm-hmm. doing and being. So who are the people around me right now that need to stay or go? And it's, it is, it's nothing. I'm not trying to make this about I'm better than or I'm smarter than. Yeah. It's just that I'm growing in a different direction. And guess what? So, not everybody is going to be able to make it with you. Uh, you Not everybody can come with you to the top. Yeah. You know, like you hear a lot on uh, different celebrity and music artists, the success stories, they mm-hmm. always will say things like, you know, some of the people that I was cool with, you know, yeah. as I started to really progress into my career or into my dreams mm-hmm. that, you know, they ended up falling off. Like they got jealous. They yep. they uh, weren't supporting you, you know, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden they it's like they had to see you do it yeah, for them to realize that, OK, you know, it was maybe it was my fault for not yeah. seeing him in a different light or, or not appreciating the friendship yeah. that we had. Well, and then also, like Jay-Z said, um you're impressed because I'm about to quote Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to, I, I want to hear what you got to say. Are you impressed? Okay. So but he, I, I he was, knew you, you, you had, you had, you, you were a quote. I, I don't even know how to, uh, or a connoisseur or yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what other word I could use, Yeah. but you're, you're multi, you're multi, um, you're like a Renaissance woman when it comes to like different areas yeah. of music pop culture so yeah, yeah go ahead no I, I, I definitely... okay thank you son i appreciate that <laughs> go ahead. i appreciate that i was just mm-hmm. gonna let you go ahead and finish uh, oh you want me to but, finish? <laughs> but i was gonna attitudes. i was gonna say and i'm paraphrasing jay-z because i don't have them quote for quote but but it was something you know i always remember things that make sense that and and maybe they're applicable to what's happening in my life at the time but it, it makes sense and he said that um you know he he lost a lot of friends um, from the hood when he, the more success he saw in his, in his career, Mm -hmm. he lost a lot of them because they were still operating with the same mindset. And he was saying, you know, I can't, I I'm not in the hood anymore. I'm in the boardroom. So I can't, I can't be hood in the boardroom. You know, I mean, I could, I can, some of the, the, characteristics of the, the grittiness and the never take a no for an answer. I can use that, but I can't just be who I was in the streets in the boardroom. I have, I'm growing, I'm learning, I'm around uh, a different group of people. And he was saying that his old crew didn't appreciate that because they said he changed. And he's like, of course I changed. I, I should change. There would be there there would be a problem if I didn't change because of the money and the access and yeah. because that's what you're supposed to do. And so as you are starting to grow and see you're getting closer to your thirties now, this is around the time that I was thinking, I mean, I was twenty eight, twenty nine, 
talking about what next, God? What do you want me to do? Even though I was successful in corporate America, I was still trying to figure it out. So, and in figuring that out, I, I didn't not only had to let go of toxic friendships and toxic people, I had to let go of a, go of a toxic job. And, uh, because it wasn't feeding me, mm. it was, it was, it was killing me, my spirit slow. It was like, I said, it was like a slow death of, of my spirit and joy. And I just couldn't do it. So I, you know, I had to make some moves there, but I think that that is exactly where you need to be is starting with your inner circle mm -hmm. and start inward, working inward out. Yeah. Inward out because you, you don't, you don't need a five jokers who are not for you when you can just have one or two. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I look at the end of the day, I mean, I, I know it's always, it's always got, always got one, you know, and, <laughs> and I'm going to shout them out, but my cousin, well, I got multiple cousins yeah. that, that they all fit in that category. I know I got one mainly who's in the same age bracket as me. Yeah. Uh, and we already know who that is. Yes. Debo. So, you know, Debo <laughs> always had my back no matter what. I can talk to that man about any and everything. Yeah. And so. Uh, and then and then even Kyle. Like, I yeah. say Kyle because. Uh, Kyle, Jalen. Yeah. Kyle, um, Ezra. Mm -hmm. because, and they all, even though they're family. Y'all all around the same age, right. but they bring different things to your life. Because exactly. you know, if you need a pep talk, who are you calling? Uh, Which deep. cousin? Well, if, I mean, I, I, they all can, they all can do know. it. Though. That's, that's, that's the thing. They all now, can do it. Now, you can talk about strategy and music you're going to call. I'll call D. I'll if call you're, D. If, you, if you're feeling like, hey, I really am just not feeling it today, who's going to pump you up? Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Kyle always going to go call me. If you want a good laugh, who's going to go? Jalen got, yeah. you know. <laughs> See, you know, but I think that that's, that's a good thing. I'm, I'm happy, you know, that you're in this place, um, it, mentally about that situation, because, you know, I know you said, you, you mentioned this earlier and I know this cause I'm your mother, that since you were a toddler, you always cared about how people felt and you, and you were always the peacemaker. You mentioned all your cousins, if they were going at it with each other, you were always the neutral one. Yeah. And, um, it's so much so that, uh, the, the adults knew that something was going down. We said, just bring Jay in. Cause Jay will tell us <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and he, because you, you had to tell us the truth. Um, and I think that that sometimes, that was that's such a beautiful trait to have, but then it could hurt you. Yeah. And I think that's what what you saw in this situation mm -hmm. that you just gave a little too much latitude for um, for him to do things that just didn't make sense, right. you know, for to be a friend. But I love this. Yeah, I did too. Friends, hey, come on! How, How many, many of us have, have them? them? <laughs> the ones we can depend and, uh, on. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Come on, you know what? You know I introduced you to that. Yeah. All right. It. Well, that do you have? You want to share with the listeners anything else? Any other life lessons of healing through releasing toxic people before we go? Um. Well, just I mean, you know, you definitely can still forgive. Um, yeah. You definitely can forgive them. I not forget. You know, just because you forget doesn't mean that you have to uh, just let it disappear from your memory. Because you need that to go and and improve on. Yeah. Now that you know what the outcome can be. 
So definitely for forgiveness is good for yourself, not just for the other person. And um, and I, I wish nothing but the best for him. Mm-hmm. I, I wish him uh, everything and then some. Mm-hmm. And look, I think I may have said it on the last episode. Uh, look, I want him to eat too. Right. But he just came at my table. You know? <laughs> right. And so, I love like, that. But 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 it's it's, it's truth in it's that true. you know absolutely because I mean we like I said we always we're all gonna have our own path okay our own lives and uh, it doesn't mean that we have to you know another thing I'm not gonna just dis- let it disappear on the friendship either like I had a great friendship yeah. with him you know I, I look at all the stuff that we yeah. did together um, but it but had its it, time it had it ran its course it yeah. had its time and now we are adults and yeah. we got our own chapter move it on yeah so all right well that's it that's it well thank you so much thank you son for coming in no problem i appreciate you no problem um sharing your wisdom i wonder where you got it from no (laughs) (laughs) all right dad (laughs) you and your sister (sighs) you got some of that from me too boy all right well thank you so much for you guys i appreciate you listening And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please share your thoughts and subscribe to the podcast. To continue the conversation, head on over to my Facebook page at Shelby Alexander Griggs, where we are building a supportive community for the broken and the healed. Until next time, remember what's broken can be mended. What hurts can be healed. And no matter how dark it gets, The sun is going to rise again. See you next time.